Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What's good, guys? You're tuning to the Everyday Struggle Podcast. Nadeska here with my guys DJ Academics and Wayno, starting the week off with one of the biggest album releases of the year. Lil Wayne finally dropped the Carter 5, projected to move close to 450,000 copies in week one alone. The fans certainly came out to support him. Here's what the guys had to say about the album. Wayno, go ahead, bro. What? Let me go ahead? Yeah, go ahead. I want you to go ahead first. All right. Uh, I really enjoyed the project. Just for him to be on his 12th album. That's amazing. Like, he's made it to 12 albums in his career, and he's only 36 years old. You know, that's kind of insane. Are we going down the line yet? Or we, we can't. I just wanted to know your very first impressions. Yeah, I, like, I, what you I thought. I liked it. I okay. liked it. I felt, I felt like it was exactly what I expected from Wayne. Okay. Um, I didn't expect him to do no dissing nobody on this shit. I expected him to just stay in pocket and be who he is and give us what we love from him, and that's exactly what he did. Yeah, so um, I think one of the things we talked about a lot was you guys were concerned, specifically you, act, I think, about it sounding too dated since there was so much time in between the release. How do you think it turned out? Like, even XXXTention... I fucking hate saying this kid's name. (laughs) Um, Even XXX being featured on Don't Cry. What did you think? Well, first of all, overall, the project... uh, It's kind of what I expected. I mean, we sat here and we gave some prediction on what we thought it was going to be, but... I was I was pleased. I was pleased. It lived up to what I thought it would be. Uh, it wasn't a letdown. Now, if we're talking me reviewing this as a critic, um, it's it, it's it's decent. It's decent. decent. It's decent. Mm. So the fan in you says cool. The critic in you says decent. Decent. Okay. No, 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 no. It's decent means it's good, right? Um. I was watching everyone rant and rave about this album. And the good thing I did listen to it when it just came out and I kept listening to it. But uh, I think a lot of people kind of like trapped in a moment with this. This Really? Trapped in a moment? Yeah, and people, well, people were acting like this was like the fucking... It still is the moment, right? It's We right. can't already say we're... Okay, how, how about this? First of all, let's start with the standout. Songs that you thought were excellent, and then we'll go backwards from there. All right. Is that cool? We have a whole I, I, track I list here. So I I would say my standout, I really like Dedicate. I really like Dedicate. I really, really like Dark Side of the Moon. I really like Dark Side of the Moon with Nicki. Um, also, Mona Lisa... Even dope niggas. I really like dope niggas because they sample explosive. Mm -hmm. I mean, from Dr. Dre's 2001, Chronic 2001 album. Um, Also, it was another one, Open Letter. I like that one a lot. I like Famous. Let It All Work Out as well. And Dope New Gospel. 
did you guys like the production in general and do you feel like the features fit? Sometimes we feel like the features overshadow the actual artist or it just doesn't really make sense. Do you think it was put together well musically and then we could get to lyrics? I think he put everything together well. Like, start start this shit off right. I really like how he used the Shanti on there. Because mm-hmm. what I really liked about start this shit off right was it sounded like some, no, some old New Orleans shit. Like how they used to do on the Big Timers albums. Just the melodies that they used. And it was produced by Manny Fresh. Right, but I I liked it all the way through. Like, no, I'm not calling it classic. It's not the great. I don't even know how to rate it enough, and it's only been since Friday. Yeah, people already want to rank it. Yeah, with I'm all not, the Carters. It's a little bit. It's a little I, bit soon. Yeah, I'm not ranking it, but overall, this is a, a a good album. This is a really good album from Wayne. I because I wasn't a fan of like the last dedications and all that. I didn't want him to be rapping like the last dedications. I feel like the last dedications he did, I, I can't remember what number he's on, but it felt like he was just doing it to get it out. Yeah. And I, I didn't want that from Wayne, but for me, I'm happy with this Wayne. Okay. Well, as far as being standout tracks, Dope Niggas in Uproar to me sound like some, some dedication slash, let me give the better side of it, no ceilings type of shit. He's, mm took old beats, kind of flipped them, and kind of just kind of floated on them his way. So I kind of fuck with that. Um, even though it was what I said. Like, it kind of... The reason why you can't really trash this whole project is because, again, we're rooting for Wayne coming into it. It's It gives us that nostalgic feel without it being trash. You get me? Like, it's a feel-good nostalgic feel. Those those two songs, the uproar joint, like... He, Killed it yeah, because they sample uh, special me? delivery. Yeah. All shit. Yeah. Of course, this nigga. Yo, when yeah, it, I was playing that in the car this week. Uh, driving upstairs, as soon as it came on, I thought of Wayno. Oh, I thought you were home. <laughs> no, 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 I'm no, like, no. yo. I, thought, I could imagine Wayno Harlem shaking around. That's right. <laughs> I hadn't listened to it yet, right? And somebody tweeted me. They was like, this is Wayno listening yeah. to Uproar. And it was like a clip from the... the um, special delivery video of a kid like Harlem Shake and I'm like what the hell is he talking about and then when I heard it I was like alright cause I didn't listen to the album till Saturday okay. like I didn't listen that night I, I waited to Saturday and listened to it about I listened to the whole album about like three three and a half times overall I, I really like I like it where Wayne is at in his life even with what he's talking about well the way he starts it with I love the Wayne with his mom, you mm-hmm. know, just talking about talking about him, how he starts and how he closes it. It really you could really get a sense of how much he wanted to implement his mom on this Carter. You know, how much we seen Cedar in his life without putting her on a song and nothing like December 4th, but having that narrative. Like I like that. But overall, I'm happy with this album. Like I'm really happy with this shit. Okay. So other than those two tracks, right? And this is the feel I got, even with the intro, as you were saying. Like, the intro to me, where his mom was talking, his mom was thanking him for so much, I, I, I got from that. It was an album about his selflessness and, and probably many facets, even beyond music, right? We know that he's an artist who has put on a bunch of other artists, helped other artists, and it was pretty much everything coming back to him, all of the good things he's put out into music. Uh, Favorite joints, of course, I like the joint with him and X. Dedicate was dope. I like Uproar. Joint with Travis Scott, I could could have passed on. Can't Be Broken was cool. Uh, I really love the song with him and Nicki. That reminded me of the kind of, I want to say, the, the, the weird, different, singing, crooning Wayne, which I love too. I love when niggas sing, man. It reminds me, like, like, remind me of I Feel Like Dying. Yeah, I love, I, and I, I actually wanted more songs like that. That Mona Lisa song with Kendrick, that's, really dope song. Uh, that song we heard like way back Marsha Crelly actually previewed that song supposedly uh, he did have a song from yeah so he did have a song from Carter 5 um yeah 
Other songs that stood out to me, not gonna lie, I wasn't even feeling that Snoop Dogg feature like that. Keep it's it chill. A, really? I wasn't, bro. Why like, not? You know. I mean, f f not the feature, but the record. Like the record was was cool, but like I, I felt w when I saw it that Snoop was on it, I thought he was gonna come on in like gangster shit. No, 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 do a little bit more, yo. It felt like with mailed in verse, and I'm like, yo, this is Carter Fire, bro. Well, I mean, I I like the way like like again, I like the way he used certain people, like Dark Side of the Moon. I felt like that's a record that he could have used Cuddy on only because he was saying intergalactic. Like, he was saying a lot of Cuddy shit. A lot shit, of Cuddy references. A lot of Cuddy references on that record. But I, I, I felt like everybody was used in their place. Like, especially Mona Lisa. That's the best record on the whole album. Logic also dropped his new album, Young Sinatra, for this past weekend. And while no one here ever questions his lyrical ability, opinions were definitely split on this one projected to sell between 90 and 110 copies. Did you guys have a chance to listen? What do you think? I was stuck on the intro for at least like four or five plays because the intro is just really good. But overall, like, it's good. But overall, it's like, it felt like a cry for help. I'm going to tell you why. Are you about to start sounding like no, this no, guy? No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to tell you why. I'm a, not a cry for help. It felt Sit like back. a cry for acceptance. Oh, no. I'm, I'm, go. No, I'm going to keep it 100 okay. because beats, great. Great beats, great raps. But a lot of the raps is... I'm so much better than these mumble dudes. Y'all are never last. Jay-Z and Nas and Drake and everybody gives me praise. These dudes aren't going to be here. I'm like, yo, dog, you don't have to keep. He said shit like that to that degree a few times over this album. I listened to the whole shit. Mm -hmm. I just felt like Logic don't have to do that. I mean, I, I feel like he doesn't have to do that. Now, I do like a lot of moments on this album. The Wu-Tang Forever shit, I ain't going to lie, was too long of a song for me. Okay. It was too long of a song for me. 100 miles, and, 100 miles and Running is probably my favorite journal in there. Only because when you have one of them type of break beats with Wale, yeah. you got to keep up with him. And Wale, I ain't on front. Wale is a phenomenal fucking rapper. Plus, that's the Wale theme. It's dope that they yeah. collabed on. Like, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. But, I mean, overall, <laughs> it's, it's, it's good. Mm -hmm. It's cool. But I feel like he's just doing too much crying out on that shit. So no sympathy for Logic. How come he can't complain? I, I Everyone else like, can I, whine I don't feel like he checks. needs sympathy. It's like... My nigga, you just, you, you did this big deal, you did all, you're doing all these amazing things, you're selling out all these tours, etc., and you keep saying all these different, like, you, remember what people give Russ flack for? Mm -hmm. Because they say, oh, he's always saying something in an interview about how he feels about what's going on in the game. That's how I felt about a lot of the songs. It's like a lot of the songs, it, it seemed like he's complaining in a sense without complaining. But is it not well, better than know. complaining to, for him to vent in the music versus Russ just... Offending everyone in interviews. No, all but the time? He, he's. But it's like okay, I got Too it much. the first time, my okay. nigga. It's like, how many times can you make a reference about how people don't fuck with you? That was mm -hmm. just my thing. It's like, pe there's no way people don't fuck with you. People fuck with you. You selling a lot of records. You sell. You sold out the garden. You sell out all these arenas. People fuck with you, but I, I just felt like it was too much harboring on that. Hmm. Wayne, no, cut the shit, bro. Oh, in one aspect, cut the shit, man. I can't believe I'm sitting here. Across from a nigga who be championing lyrics and lyricism, and I'm hearing any critique about this shit was if if again I'm not gonna lie this shit wasn't that exciting if you're not into lyrics, but because to be honest the you don't know how I listen to this shit so I'm on the stream I'm listening to Wayne I'm drinking this shit's lit and the, I turn this shit on and bam I get hit with a with a fucking lyrics punch so it was too much so off the right I couldn't listen to it I couldn't listen to it. So I had to listen to it the next day when I was sober, midday, of course, <laughs> driving, windows down. You know what it is. Anyway. Hurry up. Wayne, I was getting ready to slap the shit out of you. <laughs> Honestly, this was the best album that came out this weekend. And 
it was full of lyricism, but it was exactly what I said when I was predicting what it was going to be. Hold up, right? yo, hold on, no, no, hold on, 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 wait, hold on, wait, 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 hold on, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Before this came out, I said I was looking at the track list and I said. I could tell this nigga he's good. Like, fuck all that. I'm black, I'm black, I'm white, I'm white shit. He's trying to show you that he could do it like anybody else that people respect. Because he doesn't get that respect. And he literally came with it. Like, yeah, he's popping the shit. We listen to a lot of rappers that pop shit. Yeah, he still kind of has a little beta male. Popping shit or complaining? It's a big difference both? between... He's doing wait, both. Wait, 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 wait. It's a difference between... All right, rap is all shit talking. Rap is about... People gravitate to who talks the best shit, who talks the most shit. That's why rappers always fabricate their drug selling and their money and all of that, right? Right. Now, the best album that... This is better than Carter Five. Yes! You out of your fucking mind, yo. So literally... Hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. This album is Again. better than Carter Five. Lyrically, of course. Is your only critique that he's... Com- Complaining too much. It's a, no production wise. It's a good album. Now, majority of this, a lot of the songs. Now, no, I'm not going to say majority, but it's like a lot of the songs. He got like his storytelling mm-hmm. of what it is. I like the fact that he talked about some shit with his dad and all of that, and how his dad, like j- just shit popping with his dad, because he's always had that uh, at least one or two times in his album. Wayno, he's what? rapping better than Wayne on this album. My line. <sighs> no, d- be honest. Mm. Yes or no? You disrespectful, my nigga. I'm gonna keep it a band. Like you really disrespectful. That's disrespectful it's a, it's to say. It's not a he's... better album. It's not a better album than Carter Five. It's not. No, is it's he not. rapping better than Wayne? Is he rapping better? Yeah, that's. I mean, question. that's particular to oh, how are you? How are you rating the raps? Like, wh- how are you rating the raps? Are you ra- rating the raps as how much shit he's saying, his flows and delivery? Or are you just saying he's rapping a lot versus Wayne rapping a lot? Like, wh- Both. how are you comparing it? Both. No, because you wanna know why? Because I would rather hear. Mona Lisa, I would rather hear this record Mona Lisa more than half of this album. Hmm. I would rather hear Wayne's record Mona Lisa more than half of this whole entire album. So you and just, you want to say it's, the, it's, it's so better than... So you just than, don't... All right, hold on, hold on. Say, no, I wait. feel like you're no, just no, saying that just no, to say that. Wait, wait. No, right. no, no, hold on, hold on. Here, here's the difference. I could acknowledge when somebody's rapping better. Like, usually the niggas who be rapping the most is not enjoyable. I'm not going to lie to you. I enjoyed Wayne's album more than I enjoyed this. But... It doesn't mean it was better. Like if I'm if I'm judging shit from either a technical standpoint or I'm judging raps, my nigga is going off. He's snapping. Again, am I gonna be listening to this all the time? Fuck no. But then how are I, you? Then how? Then how are you coming? There, up there's with a this? huge difference between what you enjoy. I, I like always use this classic example. I remember when. Are you ever gonna listen? Na- wait. Are you ever gonna listen to Young Sinatra again? So, so wait, wait, wait. Just just answer me that real quick. Are you ever gonna listen to this shit again? I might. You might. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. That's, that's room for no, doubt. Wait, wait, wait. All right, hold on. Wait, 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 are we acting like replay no, value equals quality? Oh, it doesn't? Replay value don't equal quality My nigga, of the music? What, what, what was the, what was the Kendrick album progress. before Damn? I, I thought that was the best. So, oh, okay, per- God, fine, fine. Uh, to Pimple Butterfly, we said... Not a good replay album. You don't enjoy listening to it. And I thought it was the best album that year. the content and the lyricism he didn't, he didn't was good. Get a, give me a chance to answer my question, though. Which, Are you going to listen to this Wayne album again? Probably. So he, uh, okay, hold on. Yeah. I understand what this he's saying. Nigga. So he will replay Carter Five, right? You're not going to replay Logic a lot, but you think just lyrically Logic was better on the album? Yes. Lyrically. All right. We're not, we're talking about the whole overall album. We're talking about, oh, he, he's rapping better. He's a, like... Dog, this album is not better than Carter Five. But you think it's disrespectful just because we're talking about a legend who just dropped a big album, or I, I, just I think, because it doesn't? I, I make think sense he's that saying much? that just to say it. I, no, I swear to God, honestly, I think no. that. Honestly, no. I think he's saying honestly, that just to say yeah. it. I don't think. Like, like, what did you? I right, tell me what on this makes it better than that? 
I'm, I'm dead serious. And I'm not, and this is not, I don't want, because, you know, I know Logic got a whole fan base and all that, and I respect Logic as a rapper and all that shit, but this is not better than Carter Five. It's not. Because like I said, one song off of here is trumping a lot of this shit on here. One song. Because a lot of these beats on here talk about dated, right? We was talking about dated and all of that shit. I was born in 1982. A lot of these beats sound like shit I heard when I was 10 years the old. The Logic beats. Yeah, a lot of the Logic beats sound like shit from 92, 93. And that's cool. I understand. It's, like it's a backpack shit. I get it. But I, that's cool. I understand there's a lane for that shit, but I lived through that time already. I don't really want to hear that in 2018 for my own self. I'm not listening to this shit more than I'm listening to that. I don't know if I'm going to keep listening to this. I'm going to listen to that again. Yeah, nah. And you said I, that's I, the be- this is the better album. Yeah, I think you're bugging with that. It's the better album, but it's not the most enjoyable album. Again, put it like this. It, it, it would be the exact definition of comparing a nigga like Kendrick and Drake. Drake always makes the, the shit I'm going to listen to most. Doesn't mean he's making the best shit. <laughs> if, if we're going with the shit that is more enjoyable. Let's talk about Logic and... Little no, 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 not, no, no, not no. Drake and Kendrick no, no, hold on, no. But, right but, but you're using you're using these like these categories or these little phrases like, hey, you enjoy this more. Yeah, I could enjoy Wayne's project more because yeah, it's more upbeat and shit. It's more like it's cool songs. All the songs but if I'm judging rapping, yeah, rapping. Yeah. All right, so you guys agree? It's I mean, you disagree here. Sorry, we yeah, can keep going, disagree. but like, it's okay. I understand what he's saying. It's okay to think one album is better content-wise, but enjoy another one. Yeah. Why don't you guys listen a little bit more? We should also toss this to the fans. What do you guys think? Although we're not even really, it's weird to even compare these projects, but I get it. Then there's Kanye, who promised us an album called Yandy, which never arrived. After giving another pro-Trump speech at SNL wearing his MAGA hat, he announced that he would be finishing the album in Africa. In the meantime, he wants to focus his energy on bringing Colin Kaepernick to the White House to clear the ear with Trump. And since we had T.I. on set, we had to ask his opinion on this one. I don't really know what what the outcome of Kaepernick going to the White House would be. I don't know. You know, say, if you're saying... Uh, he said he want to get rid of the SOB, the Sons of Bitches statement. But let's get into the, the, the true source of why the Sons of Bitches statement even became a reality in the first place. The lack of respect, you know what I'm saying? The disregard of our people by, by Agent Orange, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, right. You get down to that, you know what I mean? Let's just see. I don't think it costs us nothing to just sit back and watch. Yeah. That's Don't don't jump to conclusions so soon. That's forming opinion. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt about the whole Chicago thing. Because remember we was talking about, I was like, you know, we at least got to give them a moment. Yeah. But it's like, I, I feel like so many times, every time we take a moment, it's always something said to make you say, oh, he's not going to do that. Only because of like the action after the initial thing he says he wants to do. Yeah. Yeah, I think we also gotta maintain our expectations. Right. We gotta manage our expectations some, man. We can't How low can our expectations be at this point? I mean, like, you know, what are you what were you expecting in the first place? I mean Kanye's always been Kanye. I'm wondering how those conversations like say like you reach out to him like privately. How does that go? Because you know when when just he like that just really I go with Harvey. Because when he had an interview uh on a Chicago radio station, he was basically saying that Certain things wouldn't have came out of his mouth if he had the right people around him to kind of like check him. Yeah, so I'm like, if people are reaching out, out, we would have pulled him out the room. Yeah. Nah, hold up, man. Y'all mm-hmm. cut that shit out, man. Let's go, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's what that's what a friend gonna do. Right. Um, even when you jump in, like you you gotta stop all recordings and tapings and everything. Wait a minute. No, 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 this is <laughs> this can't go. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh but the thing I think about Ye, man, is um, and I spoke to him. The day before 
you know, the whole Saturday night, like, like on Friday I spoke to him. We were just, you know, having a homeboy conversation Did about Did he tell you he was going to do that? No. 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 <laughs> Every time he talked to me about that dumb ass hat, I always tell him, man, put that down. That hat is some bullshit, bro. He called it a Superman cape. Yeah, see, that he, he, it's because it's red. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's that Kanye here, bro. He find things that make sense and that relates to him in his mind. And if you call, if you call Ye right now, before he pick up the phone, he already got in his head the conversation he gonna have with you, regardless of what you gonna say. <laughs> Has nothing to do with what you gonna say when you say, man, yeah, I'm gonna talk to him about this, 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 and this. And even if you talk, even if you bring up something completely non-related, has nothing to do with it, he's still gonna have that same conversation with you. Mm. Jeez. Well, you know what, some people like, and they say it about athletes, but like, I think you're, you're like the perfect person to ask this question to. Like, like some people are like, yo, yeah, you should just stick to music. Just like they say, athletes should just stick Ooh. to sports. You're someone who, like, yeah, music is what gave you a platform, but you've used it in many different ways. Do you feel like at this point, yeah, you should probably just stick? Because it might be a little bit destructive, nah, the way how he's going about it. I mean, it. even if it is, man, it's his sacrifice. Because what I've noticed that he has done every single time, even to his own dismay, is he has forced people to address topics and have discussions that we've been needing to have in society for decades. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Even if we all agree that, yeah, <clears throat> yeah on some bullshit, <laughs> but we still discussing the 13th Amendment and how it should be amended. I feel like that's same exact that, way. That, even and we were discussing uh, 400 years of us keeping ourselves, <clears throat> us potentially keeping ourselves enslaved. The slavery was a choice thing. One saying that we volunteered to be slaves. It was saying 400 years of slavery was a choice. You understand what I'm saying? We've been free since we're 1868, something like that, 1865, something like that. Okay, so from 1865 up until now, that time we've still been choosing to allow ourselves to be mentally enslaved is what he was trying to say. You know what I'm saying? It came out horrible, but those topics we're now being forced to address because... You know, everybody around the water cooler talking about how, how, how big of an idiot Kanye is. Because mm, sometimes it feels like he's projecting. Like, I understand your point, but sometimes it feels like it's what he's actually going through, like his battle with the fashion industry or whatever it is. And sure. then he's projecting it into this bigger, reckless conversation. I think I'll Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. All of that is, all of that is accurate. I think all of it is accurate. I, I just thought, well, I was under the impression that ever since he moved back to Chicago, as he said, and even now he says he's going to Africa. 
that he was going to have a different perspective because some of the perspective he was giving us was someone who forgot where he came from or he wasn't around people who looked like him that may be going through issues that, you know, he's filthy rich and lives a different lifestyle like he might not be going through. So I thought that would be fixed. Didn't you think the same? Man, my brother just needs some soul food, some homeboy. So and some information. Hey, if he goes to Africa, I feel like you should probably go with him. Maybe you should chaperone that trip. <laughs> I don't know if you should leave him unsupervised. I mean, bro, hey, man. I mean, me and yeah, I think we have it. I, we have intriguing discussions. Uh, he, we challenge each other's opinions, and you know what I'm saying. Uh, uh, the things that he say, I actually force him to understand. You know the true ramifications of all of it, and give him. Uh, a, a more a more broadened perspective and he does the same for me so you know what i'm saying uh every time we have a chance to speak we just don't get a chance to speak consistently okay you know what i'm saying because you know he moving i'm moving but all right kanye we'll be patient like uh <laughs> tip says and see I what, think that's what we'll we see do. what happens i think we owe him that you know wait do you think that 2020 thing is real what 20 like he says he's gonna run for uh well he say 2024 but i mean i don't man listen man well, again it cost me nothing to sit back and watch <laughs> Cost me nothing. Mm. I, f I feel like I feel like there are a couple of. Um, I think he did serious though. He want to be the president. I think that's why he liked Donald Trump so much. Because mm -hmm. he feel like Donald Trump came from nowhere. And nobody, nobody, nobody thought he could be the president. Everybody said because he didn't have political experience. Everybody said because he wasn't in the political field that he couldn't do it, and he did it against the odds. <laughs> and da 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 da. Like that's that's what it is. It got nothing to do with race. Or it got nothing to do with. His his stance yep. is uh, like against all of that other stuff. That's what it is that he really likes about. Which is yeah. funny, even though Trump is not doing a great job as president, that's clearly yeah. besides the now point for that's him, the thing. right? Because I always ask him, I say, man, what you gonna do, man? When, when, when once you're in the White House? Nah, not even once you in the White House. When he get carried out the White House, mm -hmm. like you yeah. know what I'm saying? If this shit blow up in their face, what you gonna do then? I mean, uh, one time and he was stuck. He just like. Would you look into politics? Because I'm not like you seem like a leader, like like more like of course you come from the hip hop background, but the way how you use your platform to shine light on other issues that affects the community outside of music, like that might be a nice transition. I'm not interested, not in politics, not in like the the, the conventional traditional thought of politics. I'd rather use my influence to to kind of back and support someone who I know is best positioned. For the job like it's somebody right now who's thinking about you know how to pass bills and how to lobby for laws to, to, to you know what i mean like that's that's not me mm -hmm. i'm in the for-profit business <laughs> <laughs> TVD on one will actually get that Yay album, but in the meantime, we'll have a new project from Lil Baby and Gunna to keep us busy. Drip Harder is out this Friday, and this one is definitely on the most anticipated list for academics. It feels like they can't miss right now. Are you guys excited for this project? What are your expectations? And how could this change their trajectory? Since Scorpion dropped already, and with the exception of me waiting for Uzi, yes, I gotta keep it. Come on, man. <laughs> with with the exception of me waiting for Uzi's eternal take, which sounds like some devilish shit, but still I'm waiting for it. This is probably one of my most anticipated projects of the year. I was I was about to engage and I and I tried not to engage in back and forth like in Instagram comments, but it was someone who said, "Hey, how could you have critiques about?" I think it was either M, I think it was M, mm. M's album, and then you're anticipating. Like uh, little baby and and, and gun, which by the way, I just want to say, and, and I'm gonna put it out there. I know th they might make the music where you might consider that isn't that lyrical miracle shit, 
That nigga little baby rapping his fucking ass off right now. Yeah, He's he in is. a pocket. Yeah, he well, is. he got three contenders of verse of the year. And I and at me, I'll debate y'all on that. Well, now, we I mean, we had this conversation about Lil Baby and Gunna, about both of them be like co-rookie of the years and all of that. For me, I really wasn't in, I'm not really anticipating a project from both of them together, only because I feel like shit like that could be too soon. Only reason why is because I feel like <clears throat> with, I'm really getting to know each one of them mm -hmm. for what they've done this year. Now, I know you got to strike while the iron's hot and all of that, but for me, if it's good, it's good, but I'm not, I wasn't the one like, yo, I can't wait till Lil Baby and Gunna do something together. Like, I like them individually and I want to keep getting more individual shit and they can get to that later, but it's coming now anyway. Do you like Drip Too Hard? Drip Too the Hard. Most, the most recent one. That's what's oh, called, right? Record. Yeah, I mean, it's a good record, but I, like, like I said, like I'm still, Baby is, I like Gunna mm. more than I like Baby, but Baby's way past Gunna. Yo, he can rap. That's a crazy thing. Now, so people can listen. Too. I mean, no, Gunna, they, Gunna's the most underrated of the year for me. Underrated of the year? What? I mean, of his class, do you mean? Because um, I don't think he's underrated. I don't think he's underrated I at all. I think he's super underrated because I, I think all the, all the attention and all the praise that we're giving to Baby, a lot of times we're forgetting Gunna. Like most of the songs that, with the exception of like a few, like of course the freestyle and a couple others, for a little Baby, like they're joint songs. Whereas Baby, Gunna, maybe somebody else. You have Thug or maybe it's like Uzi or somebody like that. But they've been pretty much like Batman and Robin and either or it's Batman. Like you'll see one giving a hook this time, the other giving a hook. And it works both ways in creating a hit. By the way, I'm going to just say this now. Yo, Drake, I see you trying to make this a trio, man. Fall the fuck back. I like both <laughs> Yo, of them. Yo, he got in there early. You know, he's he strategic. Got, That's he your got guy. Song in That's the your tank. guy, of course. Yo, the, the, I, I respect that opinion, but I got to disagree. I think they got to drop it now. Like, we've seen people miss the mark. And, like, imagine if we didn't get that Rich Gang the Tour um, first project. And, and, and both of them kept going their separate ways, but collabed sometimes. <laughs> They could have missed that whole time when they were really making that hot music. I don't know how long um, Lil Baby will not miss. Like, he hasn't missed yet. Yeah. I don't know how lo long, because you that's know, a special he's, period. He's hot. I mean, he's... That's he's, a special period in every artist's career where you feel they can't miss. I remember when I thought Chief Keef could have missed. Would you compare I'm, their run right now at all to, like, Young Thug and, like, Rich Homie? Like, yeah. at their hottest, are they hotter than Young Thug and Rich Homie were? Not individually, because I don't think either is as hot as... Young Thug was. But together. Well, well on the net, like, I, I'll say on the net, like, they have shit. They, they touching a lot of different demos, right? Like, because mm -hmm. honestly, people could call them, if you call them mumble rappers, you're not really But they're not mumbling because you can this, hear them. That's what, the crazy the thing. Point, yeah, the point yeah. I was going to make is, like, I went, and people might, certain people might try to box them in, but they yeah. are really talking about a lot of street shit. That's yeah. what I like about Baby. Now, Gunna... Gunna just raps about being fly all day. I love the <laughs> like for real, and I'm not I'm not comparing him because I know like I feel like how Mace used to rap about getting fly. Like he has his down south version of that with himself. How Gunna presents it, I could listen to him talk about all types of shit I can't afford all day. I just like the way he does it. But I understand what you're getting at as well. But I gotta disagree in the fact that I feel like it's just very very early. Yeah. And we haven't gotten for me myself. Gunna's dropped a few tapes. Baby's dropped. How many tapes? Baby dropped one. Well, I only know the one that he's had this year. We're calling it an album. The album, yeah. I only know this this album that he's had, and I got on the gunner. I got on the gunner bandwagon late with drip, uh, drip or die, three, drip or drown. Is it drip or drown? I, I can't remember the name. It, yeah, drip or drown three, right? Yeah. I feel like he's underrated in the sense of like having one of the best projects. Like he's definitely a sleeper, and I feel like 
Baby is ways away from him on commercial success because he got records on radio and shit. I don't really hear Gunna as much, but I feel like it's still a little bit too soon. Yeah, but I mean, which the only record on radio he really has is the one with Drake. Yeah, but I mean, they playing other little shit too. Like they they're throwing in stuff after. Yeah, in the mix show on the mix show side. Well, well, these are the four essential ones if you want to get introduced to Gun and Baby. You got to get to OOK, sold out dates, life goes on, of course, drip too hard. You get all four of those, and you tell me that this guy, uh, baby, not in his bag, and Gunner is no slouch either. It's not nah, like no one, one guy carrying the other, like, low-key on Drip Too Hard. My man Gunner is flaming on him. Yo, his they're voice. amazing on it. They just yeah, float on that. Like, like, I'm, I'm surprised they excited yo, for this project. I think, yo, again, I'm going to reiterate, it's such a special time when <clears> you see an artist just hitting on every cylinder. <clears> I, could, I could also see that the game recognizes it because I see everyone trying to get next to them. Everyone's trying to get on track with yeah, them. I mean, and, and that's what Heat does. However, it doesn't last forever. So I'm saying as a fan, give me all you can give me now because if you end up being washed a year from now, uh, at least See, that's what I'm saying. I don't want it like... I, let's we can't even, let's not even talk about the being washed, Yeah, don't man. even put like, that Not being washed. Not being, Very uh, early. Like, eventually we're going to get tired of the sound. We're going to get tired of... That combo. We're gonna get tired if they don't if they don't progress okay. enough. Okay. So I'm saying while we're not, let's enjoy it and give us as much as you can. Right. Then we'll see how they evolve as an artist because it, it happens for every artist. Right. And that shows if you're built for the game. Right, right, right. So we'll see. Now let's close out the episode with a great fan question that didn't make it to YouTube this week. So one of our fans wants to know why the best artists from the UK cannot seem to find commercial success in the US. He says, my favorite MC is Black Thought, but I'm able to listen to UK rap and grime effortlessly, but Americans who seem to love British accents are quick to blame the accents when it comes to understanding the music. Mm. He wants to know if we're <laughs> too lazy to understand the culture, try to learn the slang, or is it something else? It's, it's cool to talk and kind of imitate um, British accents. It sounds nice. Sounds cute. Sounds nice. But there's a couple of things, and, and I'm gonna be very blunt. Americans, it's not me particularly, because I love UK and like even Toronto or any slang, because I, I came from Jamaica. But when people hear hear UK slang or not slang, but UK and UK accent, they be like, "Yeah, this sounds soft." Like they can't believe that that person's rapping about tough. I'm being honest with you. That's the knock that they get. Um, beyond that. The way I think this could work, which I guess is requiring way too much of the artist, it's like Idris Elba. Like I thought he was from the U. <laughs> I'm sorry, he's American. Yo, we're spoiled. The U.S. is spoiled. We adjust to nothing. Everything adjusts to us. Let's keep it on. That's no, yeah, right. Absolutely. And and we could just sit in denial and everything because it feels like most artists want to get accepted in this market while I don't know why they just accept. We probably sound weird to them. I don't know why they accept us, yeah. but th they're accepted, right? We we don't accept not a motherfucking thing. Well, uh, to emphasize on your point, act, Americans are lazy. Now, we're not speaking specifically for us individually, but Americans are lazy. And when it comes to like, we have so many artists here. Um, I don't know how a lot of the UK artists could break into this scene over here. It's really, t it's hard for artists here. Yeah, we, like, look, America is one of the biggest cultural exporters, if not the biggest in the world, right? right. Whenever you're in Europe, you're overseas, if, even if they don't speak English primarily, they can still rap to all these songs, all the right. artists are coming through, so in, in one way, it's understandable why it's yeah, like that. Yeah, I, and you know what, I think, 
it's it's a bit unfair because you know I, I know a lot of them they want to put themselves in that that competitive seat because they they probably have a lot of good music but it might just take a little bit to make sense over on this side you know it took rap a long time to make it the mainstream mm -hmm. you know it's it took a, a long time so i think if they keep working and of course you got like the asap rockies who collaborate with them drake collaborates with uk artists and stuff I don't think that's enough, but it's a start. Right. You know, it so it certainly opens them up, right? right I feel right, like right. Skepta is probably people know him by name at this yeah, point in the yeah. states. There are a couple of them, right? Skepta got his own Air Max. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, I did say, and I still stand by it. The majority of UK artists I've heard, and of course, there's probably a way broad spectrum that I haven't heard, but most of them, they take lyricism very important, right? Like it's it's they make it a staple of what they're doing as opposed to like music in the US is a wide spectrum. Some people do, some people don't give a fuck. Right. You get me? I feel like they put a higher emphasis on that. So I, I've made a statement to say, I feel like rappers in the UK, they are concerned with lyrics way more than people in the US. Right. And, and, and of course that would get a lot of respect, but I do think the accents really is a big thing. Now, let's think about and this is the biggest rapper in the world, Drake. Mm -hmm. All these tings and mansdems and all the type of slang he got now, you get me? He hit all of this when he was acting like he was from Memphis, Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. Let's keep it 100, right? It's now after he dropped five albums, he's ready like, oh, remember he dropped, with, with views, he was like, I'm finally gonna bring people to Toronto where I'm from. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna bring you out of Western roads. Like, come on, bro. Well, you should have been do doing this. But uh -huh. you know what? He wouldn't have broke into the scene if he was talking them teens and mans them right. back then. After you get the people, you bring them into your culture. Uh -huh. I thought that's dope. And I I'm so sorry that the U.S. is sport because, listen, I'm a, I'm a ethnic, cultural type of guy. I come from a different country. I would love if they could get into other shit, but yeah. you, you understand what it is, man. This is a land of motherfucking yeah. ratchets. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, I think the biggest, the biggest frustration that comes from over there is because when we go over there, they give us so much support. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, like yeah, even, yeah. like, designer, even if he was trolling about the, the 250K, I know that he gets more overseas over there than he probably does over here, and that's because over on that side, like, out of the country, they just appreciate hip-hop culture a, a lot more than people here. And I'm talking about in, in the traditional sense, right? Have you asked? Look at the reception at Wireless compared to Coachella. Or oh, even, and, and U.S. Festival. Man, I was posting a bunch of those, like, uh, performances on my page, and everyone kept saying, do these motherfuckers go crazy for everybody? Like, Bad Baby came out and said, ah! Smoke, ah! like yo, do you know the songs about these? Yeah, felt yo, like they were going Tyler crazy. did what was it, Splash Festival in mm -hmm. Germany? I was watching it when I was out there. They knew every single word, to but you, every song. But you, but you know what the thing about it too is, is like when they because it's inaccessible to them as far as like a face value standpoint. Right. So when they finally get there, it's a bigger thing. Like you could be in LA and be on Melrose and might, maybe running a Tyler Creator or Bad Baby shopping or something. Over there, they live in a whole different time zone. Their life and their culture is totally different. So I think like that's what a the, the um for the artist that's where the frustration sets in because they like damn we show y'all so much love why is it not reciprocated but i think that also goes into some of the artists maybe spending some more time over here because i don't see as many artists from over there come over here and be like yo this motherfucker's up in dykeman or he's yeah. over here like if they want to make a mark over here they just got to jump a little bit 
spend like six or th three to six months over here and get acclimated to what's going on, run the circus, and then they might be a little bit more accepting. Hey, it's hard to balance everything though, right? right. Because you could become ASAP Rocky where you go overseas and you kind of lose that touch with, of course, here, home, right? right? But for artists, look at the, the, the artists who are kind of succeeding or have this huge international market. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'll give you two. Number one, Russ. Russ does great overseas. Post Malone. And him yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have developed a touring base over there. Right. Also, in terms of a young rapper, and of course, these uh, um, legal circumstances definitely play a part into it, 6 ix 9 right. 9 before even his song popped off in the United States, mm -hmm. Gummo, he was touring. Yeah, I seen that. He, he was, was overseas, touring right. overseas. Mm -hmm. So now when he goes back, it's ridiculous. Right. And usually what we see with like artists like Lil Baby, Lil Baby is not going to really, he probably does a couple shows overseas, but he's not going to really focus on that market right. until he's already established in the U.S. And it's like, it's, it's so easy. It's a crossover effect, right, right? right? But if he, which I don't know if he could afford like a month or two to go to right, another right. country or in Europe and really right. tour, but if you establish that base, Europe is so supportive. Absolutely. So my question is, is like, do, um, do any of those guys, like, all these festivals, because I always see, like, our artists from over here go over there, do they get that same reception in their homes? Like, do, like, because I've like never UK seen... Like, UK rappers locally, Yeah, like, UK, when they're over in their home, because yeah. I'm pretty sure that, you know, they fly out all these dudes to do, like, their festivals, but I'm pretty sure gigs and all of them, they are built They're legends on their, there, yeah. They definitely get hometown love because they're homegrown, but, but it's like... But it's like... You know, I, it is. Right. I get what you mean. It is just, like... What, what I get to realize, mm -hmm. not only are Americans, and let's not be proud American now, <laughs> but not only are we fucking spoiled and everything else and lazy, yeah. fuck. Like, when we see a nigga, like, we too cool to cheer. <laughs> like, yeah, yo, yeah, all right, yeah. man, do your yeah. thing on stage and we not, yo. And we don't cheat our, so I remember Wale talking about this way back in the day. He maybe even rapped about it, like, when he was having, he was like very experimental. He would rap over like Mark Ronson beats. He was doing all of that. Mm -hmm. He was saying he was getting way more love overseas. So he would just go out there and collect all the bags and then come back here and try to get some love like in his hometown. So it's like, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, man, go to, and it might be different genres because it's not just all rap. Go, go say in the Caribbean and go to like a dancehall or a soca show. Mm -hmm. The crowds are rabid. Right. It's not just a bunch of, like, yeah, people got their phones because they got updated on technology, but, like, right. they're so engaged, like, it's wild. Yeah. Right? Like, you go to Europe, like, they're, they're fucking, like, they're going in. Yo. And you're over here, and it's like, you performing, and niggas is, like, too cool. Or, <laughs> or they're just I'm, filming I'm, the whole shit, yeah, and they're going to watch it again. This is another point I wanted to make about this, too. A lot of dudes over there that's felons can't bring their ass over here. Because this was a conversation I had with one of my homies from Toronto. Uh -huh. Cause I was look, I'm like, damn, Toronto, what's in the water? Like, there's so many dope artists. I asked my man, like, yo, is there any dudes up there? He like, yeah, but none of them could come to the U.S. because they all felons. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I think that's I a, it was the other way around. That no, no, you. I mean, it's the same way. It's like you know, if you're a felon in America, you can't. Like Toronto's really strict with that. If you got a, a DUI, even you can't go into Toronto. You gotta call Drake. You gotta call Drake. <laughs> or you gotta call Weekend or somebody. But the thing is, is like. <laughs> over there, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, over there, a lot of them might not break because, yeah, we, we might see it online, but we don't get the FaceTime with you. Yeah. You know, I, and for me, I'm down to go over there and spend a week and see what's going on. But if I wanted to sign an artist over there and I can't bring you over here, then what is the business? Yeah. Like, what can we really do? Yeah, 
it's it's definitely and what I've seen as artists growing their careers because it's gonna come a point the US rocks with the hot shit for the moment. Right. And of course, as you grow and if you have a catalog, you can so tour if you're a legend and shit like that. But a lot of times, you know where Soulja Boy picking up the big bags right now? Dubai. Word. You know what? Like they love him over there. You shit, know what? Before Tiger had his, his resurgence, my fault to cut yeah. you off, but but Tiger before Tiger had his resurgence, he was going over in Dubai getting cra- like Tiger ain't never missed a moment. Like you know what I mean? Like people j- joke about him and his cars being repossessed and all that other stuff. But you ain't never seen Tiger go to jail for no money problems. You ain't never seen Tiger with no money problems. <laughs> we gotta do the everyday struggle retirement tour through Europe <laughs> ten <laughs> right. years from now. Well, it's important to go over there and build those relationships and you know it's it's not only just being there like they got artists out there too you want to you want to make those relationships like drake did it mm-hmm. drake did it quavo's doing it right He's so i got like five rappers. songs with them niggas out yeah, there man it's dope but like look it's obviously going to keep changing so maybe it comes down to the accents just a little bit but there's more at play let's see what happens in the next five years 100 percent. next five years i'm calling it it's going to be a rap superstar from the UK that could turn it on and off. I nominate Stefflon Don. Stefflon, yo, if it's gonna be anybody. Um, the crossover think, appeal, she has it. Yeah. She has it. She's already signed with QC management. Like, yeah. she already had a great hit with French. Yeah, man, Just that, a couple that, more joints. She's that, gonna be good. That motherfucking coach KMP, man. They up to <laughs> something over there with that. They definitely up to something. That's it for us, guys, but we'll catch you here next Friday on the Everyday Struggle Podcast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.